you enjoy listening to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, you better check out the Buck Sexton podcast. It's out every morning. A quick rundown of all the news of the day. Please subscribe to the Buck Sexton podcast on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. There's always something hot happening in South Florida. Talk now with Brian Mudd on News Radio 610 WIOD. A show of solidarity in Miami in support of pro-democracy protests planned in Cuba Monday, despite the country's communist government declaring it illegal. Marion Espionette was in one of the estimated 1,200 vehicles that took part, calling for the end of dictatorship. The protests Monday in Cuba are expected to be some of the largest since July. Several religious leaders are under house arrest and facing criminal charges for participating. Of course, Governor DeSantis, we were talking about this talking about the need for liberty, the need for freedom, the need for opportunity, proposing also $25 million to preserve the the Freedom Tower. And there's so much that is, I think, instructive about this conversation generally. Because what we are witnessing in real time in this country is analogous to some of the threats that we are trying to eradicate in a country like Cuba. And it's no wonder why the Biden administration offered no help, none whatsoever, earlier this year. Not even offering, you know, the the ability for us to get Internet, even though we had the ability out of South Florida to get the Internet over to Cuba. I mean, take a look at, you know, the, the, the type of policies that we're getting, like, you know, get vaccinated or get fired. And there's a lot of, of similarity there. I mean, Marxism, unfortunately, is something that, you know, isn't just a term. It's it's all too real as far too many Cuban families know and something we can't take for granted in this family. Now, Miami, we've got ourselves a, a great police department being led by interim chief Manny Morales, who joins us now. How you doing? I'm doing phenomenal, Brian. How are you? Phenomenal. I aspire to, to do as well today as you are currently doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you, you got time. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do have time. But phenomenal is well, that's a high bar right there. I got some work ahead of me. All right. So I, I did want to start out by asking about something that, you know, you start to, to figure out, put some pieces together with, with some of the drama uh, from Art Acevedo's time as, as chief. And of course, I think kind of the the final straw, the his commentary about the the Cuban mafia and you know a, the the offhanded comment, and you kind of wondered, okay, well, where did that come from? Well, now there is perhaps additional information that's being made available that suggests it might have stemmed in part from allegations made by Sergeant Edwin Gomez who has alleged a hostile work environment at MPD for years, for years. And he outlined this in a lawsuit against, now again, suspended Captain Javier Ortiz and was, you know, alleging, among other things, hey, it's really difficult if you're, you know, of of a different background at the Miami Police Department. And I I know there's only so much you can say about any pending litigation and, and these types of situations, but generally to the claims of a hostile work environment and perhaps Cuban re- repression within MPD. What's what's your thought? What's your statement about that? So, Brian, I, I think that <clears throat> we're first a, a very incredible, diverse workforce. 
that is uh, an accurate representation of the community we serve. But I mean, uh, police officers are, are, are alpha personalities, man. We're, we're high charging, high driven, um, extremely motivated individuals. And, and that personality can sometimes lend to personality conflicts with other folks inside the department. So if there's anything to account for perhaps some of the allegations that are being done, it, it might be some, some huge personalities that are having conflicts with one another. I mean, I've been here for 28 years, and I can tell you that anything that that's called a systematic um, oppression of, of any given group, cliques, teams, or persons, I, I haven't seen that. And I, I think that's a good assessment, and I suppose we'll learn more in time as this lawsuit advances i mean relative to the suspension of captain ortiz is there anything anything new there no nah, like like we spoke um previously i i think he's entitled to uh to his opportunity on their florida state statute to have our investigation being done in in uh off uh the eyes of of the public so he can have a, a fair shot uh, and the investigation can continue without being tainted by any party um, and we'll gather the facts, and based on those facts, we'll make a determination uh, along the lines of similar discipline that's been given to other officers for violations that, that we discover uh, during the course of the investigation. And, and when we're ready, we'll report uh, those findings, allegations, and the result of the investigation. Understood. Uh, Chief Morales, coming up Thursday, it's going to be the 10th annual Give Miami Day, and something we not talked about before, but... You know, I thought was, uh, you know, a, a really good point that was brought to my attention was Miami's Police Athletic League and the ability for people that are contributing as part of Give Miami Day to perhaps prioritize the Police Athletic League. Give us a little bit of an idea of what that's about and, and if somebody did want to donate, what that might mean. So I think this is the 10th year that um, Give Back Miami uh, Day has uh, been going on. That was started by the Miami Foundation. And it's to encourage the folks to give to to some of the nonprofits that are out there doing some some good things in our community. And there's many of them out there. Uh, but I'm going to be uh, a little biased and tell you that that if you are thinking, I, I would try to encourage you to give to the Miami Police Athletic League. This is uh, police officers that come, uh, and their primary function is to build a strong bond and partnership with the youth in our community using sports. So we have an incredible football program. Our cheerleaders are second to none. I believe they just won first place uh, in a competition in North Florida this past weekend. Uh, we're also using it for uh, for a STEM program where we do mentoring and the leadership council uh, of teens. So it's a, a myriad of services that we provide the youth in our community and also our police explorers. So if you are willing, ready, uh, we'll definitely take your donations at givemiamiday.org slash mpdpal, P-A-L. Yeah, and I'm there right now, and uh, you can. You can go ahead and make your donation early right now if you're inclined, and we will talk on Thursday, which is uh, officially Give Miami Day to the Miami Foundation as as well as as we usually do. And, uh, you know, I I'm, I'm appreciate that uh you know, the attention that you're bringing to it, because I do think it's important, and you're right. I mean, it's kind of a good news, bad news deal. I saw that over 950 organizations are uh, participating with uh, Give Miami Day this year, which is a record, uh, and, and that's great mm-hmm. that there are so many organizations that 
perhaps are uh, able to take advantage of the generosity of, of people in our community. I know the flip side of it is that can be uh, challenging for you to be able to gain some attention for something so worthy. Um, speaking of which, you were telling us a little bit last week about the um, United First Responders Music Fest that is coming up this Saturday. As you pointed out, it's free. Brian, if you're still there, I'm, I'm having a – can you hear me? Yeah, got you, uh, got you loud and clear. We have you, Chief Morales. You gotta love the technology, Brian. <laughs> Best friend when it works with worse than I mean when it's not. But <laughs> yeah, we could hear you. You just couldn't hear me. It's all good. Um, but yeah, I was just giving uh, another push for the uh, for the United First Responders Music Fest this Saturday. Just uh, what one more hit on that? Go ahead and give us the lowdown. Awesome. So uh, we encourage everybody to come out and support. It's going to be uh, Saturday, November twentieth, ten a.m. to ten p.m at beautiful Regatta Park in, in outstanding Coconut Grove. And what we're going to have is a full lineup. And what's special about this First Responders uh, Music Fest is that all the bands that are performing are some are, are involved in in either police, fire, or EMS. So we got groups coming all the way from Puerto Rico, New York. Uh, a couple of uh, singers are coming out from L.A. So it, the last time we had it two years ago was a phenomenal hit. So I encourage everybody out. It's a free event. There is an opportunity for a VIP area, but the uh, the music and the sounds are available for everybody to enjoy for free, man. So I hope that's everybody comes out and awesome. enjoys Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good stuff. And uh, Chief Morales, I'll be out next week. I want to wish you and those who serve with you at Miami PD uh, a very happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for everything that you do, and may God bless. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Today's Q&A of the day. How many Floridians would be fired under the Biden vaccine mandate? I'm going to break that down for you next. Here are the Brian Mudd Show. News Radio 610 WIOD. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.